All right, welcome back. In this episode, we have Eden. Eden is living in California, USA, with her husband and her young son, who she's already teaching breathwork practices to. Eden is an engineer working in the tech industry, and she says, I'm passionate about living in harmony with the earth and remembering our true nature and going back to what is really and truly empowering and liberating for our souls. I believe freedom and joy are the pillars of a happy life and that it is our responsibility to find the way to honor that for ourselves. Now y'all can see what had me uh, so compelled to reach out to Eden and, um, and have a conversation with her. So um, I hope you enjoy this episode that I have entitled The True True. I'm back. Is You're, it better now? You tell me. What do you think? Does it sound better? I think so. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, I, I was saying about that. Uh, that's great that you're doing that, that you're being so empathetic with the locals of these communities. And I also think, you know, speaking from someone who is from Venezuela, in mm-hmm. Venezuela, like, the majority of the uh, businesses are built were built by people who were foreigners and everybody loved like welcoming people from outside of the country to bring whatever was new for them it was like people love foreigners yeah. <laughs> everybody loved yes you are from spain you are from the even if you're from the us even more like um yes people people are fascinated by that you know by uh, these people who come from different countries and they, the, the stories and everything. So in general, yeah, I think they're very welcome. And uh, I've been to Panama as well, in Panama. I talked to, well, my brother lives there and uh, I happened to meet a bunch of people who were from the US that moved there because they're retiring in Panama. Uh, and yeah, people like, you know, there's two sides of the situation too. like. When people start buying property, specifically, it increases the value of the property for everybody. So the only problem that I see, for example, at least for the case in Panama in particular, is that it increases value because uh, people from the U.S. will pay much, much more than locals will pay for the same land. So at the end, it it ends up being like an inflated market because of that. And I think same thing happens in Costa Rica because I was looking... So maybe move potentially to Costa Rica in a few years, and it's the same. But in, in the rest, I think people are really happy to to have people from other countries. I don't know the U.S. in particular. In Latin America, everybody loves the U.S. Most most people I know <laughs> from all Latin America. Oh, it's great to hear that. I hope it stays the same. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think that's you been, know the, the, That's been my experience. For sure, traveling yes. the world is yeah most mm-hmm. most most foreigners welcome, uh, or rather, like most people like in those countries, uh, they they welcome foreigners and Americans especially. It's like it's the travelers who have an intolerance for. It's like Westerners have an intolerance for other Westerners. Yes. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> so that that's cool. Sense. So. Yes. What do you expect? What do you do? You have any expectations for Venezuela? Like, what's happening down there right now? I mean, 
there mm. i mean I, I i'm i'm aware of a, you know a lot of what's happening in venezuela but not from a perspective of someone who's from there and, yes yeah. um it's just it's like i don't know it's so complicated it's very very corrupted in like as much as you can imagine as much as you can imagine it's like the most corrupted thing like there's nothing you can do without knowing someone nothing mm. nothing without having to pay on the side like literally not even getting like a birth certificate you can't like, you have to bring something pay someone otherwise it's going to take ages for you to get whatever you need um and the government there used to be like an opposition to the government that is a dictatorship and it's communists too even though they don't say it like officially um and this opposition happened to be all entangled with the same government so it's all the same people ruling forever and ever because there is no system not even one system that will or entity or anything that will regulate anything and the the electoral system is controlled by the government so <laughs> the entity that's supposed to control the elections uh, is controlled by the government it's owned by the government so as long as that situation nothing is going to change and uh, the currency they had a closed economy they don't allow like currency exchange freely Mm. And just now, well, just now, no, like a few months ago, everything you need, you need dollars to pay for everything in the in the in the street, and the it's still like in the black market because it's not officially accepted by the government, but US, the government is US supporting dollars. it anyway. U.S. dollars, yes. Mm -hmm. So the government is feeding from that because the economy currently in Venezuela is sustained by all the people from venezuela who are living outside of venezuela and because sending money everybody back. yes everybody who left everybody i know and i know people who are living in all over the world from venezuela everybody sends money to their families everybody so yeah. they're actually the, the only reason why people are not like completely broke and you know dying from hunger is because people, their families are supporting them. And imagine, yeah, that nothing, nothing is like, nothing works. There's no like, you can access food now because you can pay with dollars um, and everything is extremely expensive. Uh, the health system is really bad. So yeah, I think people just got used to it. They got used to living like that. Mm. Yeah. I don't say I don't think it's gonna change anytime soon, and I I'm like yes, I really hope it does, but I don't see like realistically speaking, I don't think it will happen unless you know something like like a miracle happens, which can happen too. But, <laughs> but I don't know, you know, it's really hard. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're hoping to create with with this this conversation is miracles. Yes. Yeah. 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 At least you know people. Uh, people like the actual people in Venezuela. People who are not the government or associated with the government. Um, in general, people are very hopeful, and the ones that haven't been corrupted yet. <laughs> uh, 
are, you know, good people, good people that will take you, they will invite you to their home. You know, if you're just walking by and saying hi, they will invite you and they will give you coffee, even if they don't have much left, they don't care. <laughs> you know, they're very welcoming people, very humble people. And um, sadly, a lot of people don't have, you know, access to information and education. So they can't do much, you know. And the people, especially people who are still living in Venezuela, most of the people who are still living in Venezuela are either those that are very corrupted and making a lot of money with the government, or those who are just people who are not able to live for a reason. And that reason is usually that they don't have, you know, proper education or, you know, this education that allows you to live, like a degree of any kind of you know, ability to navigate the internet and find out things and investigate ways to do other things, you know, your options. So, yeah. What's their, what's the connectivity um, option there? I mean, are people able to, to get online and um, yeah. 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 They can get online. I think what's missing is that layer of knowing how to do things and where to look for things, you know, to be, more resourceful like to know what to look for and um and how to do it i think that's so important and people just know how to go to facebook (laughs) and how to go to these things that are very predefined you know they don't know how to do like a like a google search to figure something out and you know being able to uh, this i say uh, like identify what information is useful for them what information is not useful you know because you get a bunch of kind of information when you do any search uh, and how to navigate things and you know dig deeper like investigation and things like that that will you know probably enable them to to find options um but yeah i think uh, at the end they're really good people and i think you know having access to any kind of information that will take them a little bit a step further that's very important <laughs> mm. So being, being someone from Venezuela and living here in the United States, having the access that you have and now having the perspective that you have, what, what, sort, of, what sort of information would be or practices would be like really beneficial for people still living there? Um, I think, you know, like basically just... N- knowing that I think the main 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 issue is that people don't people take all the information they receive from the media as the 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 absolute truth you know like they watch Mm. the tv and they see the news and that's the truth that is and because they've been educated because they have been educated to just accept what they're taking and not question things they don't question anything. So they are not having their own opinion about something. They are just, I would say, uh, adopting opinions from the media. And so the main problem is that the, the, <laughs> the channels they can watch on the TV are controlled by the government. There's nothing you will watch that will ever not be controlled by the government. So everything they're getting is like, yes, the whole world is on fire nothing works look at the crisis in spain the crisis in china the crisis in the us it's like that they're getting bombarded with all this information all day 
because the government wants to look better you know they have this this way to to make it like we always have this enemy the enemy is the u.s for example for the government currently and so yeah the u.s is not allowing us to do anything and everything is blamed on the u.s and people are just blindly accepting yeah everything is is the u.s fault because they blocked us i don't know what that means because it's not really nothing is really blocked but that's what the government says and they just make it in this way that's very very oh, i don't know like alarming people and and so everybody thinks that everybody is worse than venezuela <laughs> i mean not everybody but a lot of people still do you know and you know just having this i think the main thing is to question things i mean it's not only for venezuela i think this is in general uh, just you know figure things things out if they're telling you something just maybe this is not true i want to know i want to investigate more and mm. i want to see if this is really the truth or not and i don't have to take this as you know as unaccepted as as if it's always a uh, the the like they're saying the right thing that you know there people don't always have the best intentions i mean especially in the governments because their intentions clearly are to continue being uh, <laughs> being elected i have very very strong opinions on this you know and um because i've seen it in venezuela i so much lies you know for so long for over 20 years over mm. 20 years and people still believe you know and because of the way they're doing it and so i feel like you know it's like discerning your own finding your own a uh, vision and perception of the things that you're receiving like is the digestive system of your brain <laughs> you need to be careful with what you are receiving and whatever you're receiving you need to make sure that you're being you're evaluating that properly and you're not just accepting and you know making that part of what, who you are and your beliefs just because you're receiving that you know it's not easy but i think having that power to see and to question things is the most important thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um that's incredible um so this um so how do you know if something is true or not i don't know yeah that's a really good question because i think i've been debating with that concept of truth <laughs> yeah for a while you, i think you're truth, not the only one i don't think yeah i think truth is uh is always changing right like everybody has their own truth based on what they experience uh, i mean something can be truly painful for me because maybe a certain experience can trigger something that's related to my past and so for me that's like a that's that's like a really really truly difficult thing or very, very sad that affects me that can be not be the same for someone else because they didn't have the same experience and so they can perceive it in a totally different way and so i think the truth is always changing and we need to accept that as well like today uh, 
when we are talking about external information, I think it's something that feels some, is somehow related to intuition, I think. Uh, but it's also like your uh, capacity to observe and evaluate the things, the information and the, the, the inputs that you're getting and not taking a stand, you know, because if you take like, for example, if I was with the Venezuelan government and if I was supporting them, then I'm already divided inside of me. I'm already biased. Yeah. So if you're already taking a stand since the very moment you're receiving the information and you're so biased, if you're not able to understand your bias and objectively identify that, whatever comes from that related to that um, situation will first go through the filter of your bias and you will certainly most likely support or not support something depending on how it benefits your own stance that you're already, you need to back it up, you know, because I believe this and I need to back this up. I think it should be the other way around. Instead of like, I need to like make things validate who I am. I need to make those things convince me that they are actually valid, you know? It's not me validating something to make me feel like, yes, or, or for example, because I, um, like I'm a very religious person. And so continuously, like some people may just continuously force things to make it and re reassure themselves that they are religious because they need to be religious because they were taught to believe that. And so it should be the other way around. Like whatever is there, if it really is something that is uh, spiritual or that is important for you, you will feel it. And if you feel like that's, that's it. So it's that thing convincing you, not you, you know, trying to feed yourself with whatever it is to, to feel safe. And I think it's really difficult because we want to reassure ourselves constantly to feel safe. And so we unintentionally try to make things a kind of like align with what I, we already believe. So we feel like we are doing things right <laughs> and mm. we are not lost and we are safe. And so that's naturally what we do. But at least what I feel like I've been do I, I do, and because I consciously try to open up to receive anything and not be judgmental about things, you know. Because if you're making judgment, you are taking a position, you know. Yeah, you and you're closed off to other things coming. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Right. And if you're if you're allowing yourself to be guided by your intuition, you're going to want as much information to come in to yes. filter so that you yes. can, you know make sense of it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i really love that yeah and to, I, you I, know I, uh, okay. there would be i think that there would be a lot of um i think there would be a lot of people who would scoff at that idea of intuition as truth right it's yeah. not it's yeah. not the way that the world works you know proof is truth you know facts are 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 truth and 
and, and the intuition is it's your truth and you arrive at that truth um through feelings through emotions through mm, yeah through processing but you, you're processing so much information that it's not something you could ever even explain it's just a knowing yes. and it's a it's you know it's like a it's a faith in a way it's a trust yes yeah and um where do i want to go with this so hmm, oh i love it it's such a great topic it's such a great conversation <laughs> so Forgive me for a second. It's going to... No problem. Take your time. So when there's something out there, like you're speaking to taking a stand about something before you have your own experience of it. When there's something out there that could potentially cause you harm. You're going to stand, you're going to stand in some way of being before you have an experience of it to protect yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Hmm. And once you've made up your mind, it's not so easy to to step out of that place. No, no, it's not. No. It's not. No, no. And by the point you, you, you know, we are grown-ups and you have naturally created all these things like these protective systems inside of you <laughs> to survive, right? Because like, like even just from emotional pain, from emotional, like, you can die emotionally, you know, when you're a child. Um, and the emotions and the, the, the feelings and the experience that we have when we are younger is so drastically important and so big and so deep that we create all these shields, right, around us to kind of like a, a lot of beliefs that attach to to our beings and that kind of helps you navigate in life in a way that you will be able to survive your environment um, and that's what happens when you're in a very very early age um, when you are growing up you are naturally just the first thing you do is just to absorb whatever it is in your environment that um, causes you pain. I mean, you don't have to you identify what is causing you pain. And so whatever that pain source is coming from, you're going to immediately start blocking it. And we start blocking things and blocking things and numbing and numbing uh, emotions because it's a way to survive. And so by the time we are grown-ups like now and you want to go back <laughs> and you realize all these things that you built up is like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. There is so much work now that I have to do to open up and let go. And, and you know, just 
let the shield fall that you're safe now, like you're a, a, an adult, that your brain is still learning. Your brain still doesn't know you're an adult already. Like you're, yeah, you know, you have all this ego self that's created in, and it's attached to your experience so deeply unless you consciously start looking into it and you're not afraid to dig deep because when you dig deep you find stuff that you were like oh my god i didn't even know this was here <laughs> what is this and it's painful and it's really hard um because that's the reason why you blocked it because it was so painful during that time you didn't have the tools to deal with that you only felt so much pain and you don't deserve that pain because you're a baby. You're you're a child. You're you're so you're, new. You haven't done so anything open and wrong. Vulnerable. Right? Yes. You believe. You trust everything. And so it's amazing. You know. It's. Uh, I think it's. It's this survival thing that we have that is so powerful. But because of the fact that we, I mean, in society in general, don't recognize the importance of emotions and feelings and love and on and how everything we do is translated into ourselves in a way that is just emotions you know all life is based on emotions that's the only thing that matters <laughs> that's the only thing that's happening continuously you want to get some kind of emotion you want to feel happy you do this and so that's why people do things to feel an emotion and it's so very I understand yeah it's very profound what you're saying about that, about that's all that's, all, you know, some people might not understand what you mean by it. it's all life is, is emotions. Right. But it, yes. it, it literally, it literally is. I've heard, I've heard people describe it as emotions are energy in motion, energy in motion. And if you think of it that way, which I, I really try to think about all of my experience as just being energetic in nature is energy. And it's just, always yeah. moving changing shifting and all this kind of stuff and if you think about it that way it, well then all of life is emotion yes right everything mm -hmm. yeah sure and i want to come i just want to bring it back just for a second you said something that about our society and and how it's we're, it doesn't it's not really connected to emotion we don't give any we don't put any any importance on it we don't put any importance on love and all this stuff but but don't we though isn't that what all the movies are about and all the stories and all that stuff? Don't we, don't we, don't, don't we? I think there is some, there is some, um, there is like the main aspect of, of love that, you know, it's impossible to ignore. <laughs> and that's kind of like, that's, but love is not the only emotion, you know, like, and love is so much deeper than, um, than I think is, is being uh, acknowledged, you know? Um, and I think because it's really hard to describe, I, it's really hard to describe how profound love can be, how, how deep, you know? Every person has their own experience and in, in different experience even, between different lovers that may love each other a lot, love can be, you know, just an entirely different experience even though they both feel it very, very strongly. Uh, but it's not the only emotion I think I think it's like, yeah, everything talks, they talk about love, but I think it's missing what I would say. Um, I think it's, it's overly focused 
and when you say Hollywood, like movies and things are talking about love, yes, they are. And I want to talk about self-love, I think. I think self-love is the main thing that is missing. In the, main, the piece that is missing in, in most of the, the, even in the movies, yeah, they say, yeah, love yourself, but you will love yourself because you did something great, you know? <laughs> Usually it's like, yeah, this person who is very, very, very shy and they don't know their value, their, their potential, and then suddenly this person that's very shy just made a huge movie that won a, a, like an award, and then, wow, look, she should love herself because she did this movie. She was amazing, you know? And she wasn't, you know, she didn't recognize that, but it's always like so focused on whatever you are doing and whatever you are achieving and whatever, you know, it's very external. So I think to me, um, mm. we don't receive enough, enough. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we don't receive enough uh, empowerment about how like how really really important and to to love yourself like not because you not because of anything just because you are you know just because you are alive just because you are able to because you are gifted uh, you know the gift of life for me is just a miracle you know like that we are alive right now and and i think that's the kind of love maybe love for existence I don't know how to describe it with like specifically is um is that love that is more connected to not only your lover or your family but to everything you know this love that makes you feel like you are part of and maybe people find that in religion as well but it's not outside it's not in the religion it's inside of yourself you know it's this love that connects you to everything that is because you're part of that whole, that wholeness and it's everything, everything is connected, you know. It's that love that makes you like want to hug a stranger just because they are there and you see them and you're like, wow, so, so beautiful though we exist at the same time and we're here, you know, um, in this day, in this moment, you know, it's this kind of love that I feel like, like if we had the proper tools and the proper focus since we are growing and starting from the fact that if you're growing in a family that's supportive and that's that accepts you and that values you and that supports you and that celebrates whatever you are whatever you want to do without judgment you know judgment is a big word that's getting in the way i think in during this conversation it's like it's showing up you know because um then you feel safe and you feel comfortable and you feel like you will definitely love yourself because people are showing you that they love you as you are. And then you won't be needing to build so many shields around you. So by the time you are a grown up, you need to get rid of all of them <laughs> to be able to open up and connect to your intuition again, you know, because we are naturally connected to our intuition. And that's why when you're talking to kids and, and children, you see, they know. Like they, like when you're lying to them, they, most of the times I think they know, they feel, they don't know, know consciously, but they feel something is not, you know, they feel the energy. They feel something an incongruency. Right. Yes. And right? so they because get confused. There's, 
because there's a feeling, mm-hmm. there's an emotion, there's energy within the person who's lying, mm-hmm. right? And that energy is incongruent, the energy of the word that comes out of their mouth. And there's a, there's a dissonance there. Yes. And a child exactly. is so open to that. They can, they, can, they, can, they can understand that. They may not be able to explain it back to you or even understand it themselves, but they do, it does register for them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's so powerful. I think um, energy doesn't lie. And that's why intuition is so powerful. Because when you feel, yeah, energy is energy and your body is a perfect, perfect, like, it's a, I would say machine because I don't think a machine is a antenna. word, but it's antenna. Yes. Or like, a, is this magical thing that is just receives and the body knows the body doesn't know any language. The body doesn't know any language. The body only knows the language of energy and energy is energy. But like, I would, let's say, call it bad energy or good energy, like bad energy, good energy, like heavy energy, light. The body will know. And we'll mm. feel it. And the moment you feel that hitting your stomach or pressure in your throat or in your chest, I mean, you should validate that and you should, you know, follow it up. Like, like investigate further. Why am I feeling this? You know, it's not by chance. It's not a mistake. <laughs> it's not like you're weird because, you know, most people, everybody has the, the capacity to do this. But you're not taught to follow that. You're taught to always live by the external and language and communication. All of that came after the fact that the human exists, you know? Energy is the base of everything. Everything else is on top of that. So if you don't trust your, your, your antenna, your, your body who is telling you this, that is in the base of everything, then it, you won't be able to make sense of anything in the, in the layers that are above, you know, in a language uh, or whatever other ways of communication you're trying. <laughs> wow. Yeah, totally. Um, so listen, you, you keep saying that you're so religious. You say you're very religious, very religious. I don't like the word religion, but because no, I'm not religious. <laughs> I know I know you're not that's why I'm bringing it up because if people you, are religious okay because you're talking so much about energy right you're talking about energy and you understand energy and all of this and and I assume you're a you're a Christian no I don't have any religion you don't have a religion okay so you don't no. you talk about Jesus I believe in Jesus got it yeah. well I mean I believe in everything that I feel. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I, I read and I know, like, um, I believe in ascended masters, for example. And, but I don't, believe, I don't believe in them. I know they are there and I respect them. And I think, like, people can reach. And people, and Jesus was, like, a, I don't know exactly who he was, you know, what he was, because he was in the form of human. And I... I don't, buy, I don't know about the story that's backing up everything because I don't entirely trust, or let's say, I don't, I'm not very attached to the Bible and the way it's described. Yes. Because of some languages, things, and some ways the things are described that I, I don't feel them, like they don't align with my beliefs. So that's what I will say. I will just say that I believe what I, what I feel. And I, yes, I believe in Jesus, for example, because I felt him 
<laughs> and God and energy, you feel that, you know? So, so and love. <laughs> so when you say you're religious, what do you mean? Because when I, when I think about religious, the word religious to me means that you just do something over and over and over again. You have a practice. You do something religiously. So mm. I'm curious, what are your practices? Is that what makes you religious? No, I think, I think it was a misunderstanding because I was saying when people are religious, like if somebody is a very religious person, mm-hmm. they, they might, you know, like find, because we were talking about, about the, the, the truth and how you, you want to reassure yourself. So you kind of work out the information you're getting to make it something that aligns with what you want to believe, you know. A lot of the times, people truth, you know, a lot of, I mean, and I, I am maybe in the same lot, a lot of our life, most, a lot of people live their lives, sadly, the whole life, uh, following a truth that was something they were taught they needed to be. And because you're taught you need to be this, and this is the only way people are going to love you, everything goes back to love. So I think actually love is my religion. <laughs> like I believe in love over everything else, you know, because the basics of everything is that you want to be loved. That's it. You know, that's all humans want. We want to be loved. That's it. And so we will do anything to be loved. And a lot of people like live their whole lives doing this and doing that and doing everything <laughs> because their parents didn't love them unless they did these things and so you know imagine it is really i am fortunate to not have that experience that my parents didn't love me because i didn't do the things they wanted me to do even though that happens always you know it's really hard to as a parent not do that to your children but some people have it even harder you know Uh, some people may have like a very very good social status and everything and some people externally may see them, oh yeah, they have it all, they have everything, but then they don't have love from their parents because their parents want them to be successful in this particular way, doing this particular thing. And so they live all their lives doing that. And by the end, it's like, yeah, what did you really do what you wanted to do? And, you know, suddenly I think when you're, when you're, in, in, like when you're on your last seconds of life, everybody will see the truth and the truth will be whatever you felt inside, like your essence, whatever it is that really, really free you, whatever makes you feel free and liberated and happy. So that's, I think that's, everyone has their own thing, their own truth, their own, uh, their own way to perceive and to experience things. And the problem is that we want to make one truth that is the generic truth. <laughs> it's like this truth is, tr- is, this is true for everybody and it's not. And so that's why school system doesn't work. The education system doesn't work because you want everybody to have this. This is not true for everybody. Not everybody wants to go and learn whatever you're teaching, you know, uh, and you have to have this rate, this uh, evaluation system, you have to have A's in all these, and it's a system that's very structured and very, very squared, in my opinion, it's like, 
I, I saw, I read on the book the other day this reference. It's like you have one bed, right? And the bed, the bed has a specific size. And so the system that we currently have is like, if someone is really small and they, they, they lay down on the bed, the system will stretch their arms and legs to fit the bed. <laughs> and so they're very small and they're being stretched all the way to fit this bed that is the only size they have available, right? And then if the person is very big, then the system will cut and chop parts of this person to fit the bed. And it's a very, it gives me the goosebumps because it's so accurate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a so very good that, yeah. analogy, yeah. Yeah, some people have so much potential and in different areas that is not necessarily addressed in this square system and they're just chopped, you know? And it's sad because they feel also bad because they're not fitting in because they think they're supposed to. And so naturally you will try to fit in to be loved. <laughs> you want to be loved by, by people around you to build a community. That's the natural, natural way. So, yeah, I think I lost a little bit of the point of what we were talking about. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's, that's my job is to, yeah. keep, to keep that on track. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no worries. I got you. I know, I know where you're going. Um, yeah. so, so if that's the truth, if the truth is that everybody has their own truth and from their perspective, they're right, well, then how do we make it work? How does everybody get a bed? <laughs> um, yes. I don't know. I think it depends. I think because if we translate this into like laws and like bigger systems, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of things that are wrong with those systems themselves. And I don't think like, I don't have the answer of, how we can make it work for everybody. But I think if people, because if you are really aligned to your truth, I think everyone's essence is a, a truth that is anchored in love. <laughs> if you are really true to yourself, you will find out and it's not easy and it doesn't mean like when you realize it in your brain everything is gonna shift in your body and you're gonna be like yeah now i'm aligned with my truth and now i got rid of all this stuff that was like i mean it's possible but it's not easy right yeah um, yeah 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 i mean we're humans you know we are constantly exposed to many things and to duality, everything's happening around us and there are dual, there's duality in everything, in life. That's it. I think it's like naturally what happens in life. And I think it's not easy, but I think if you're really, 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 truly honest, what I've experienced is that your truth is always anchored in love and love will bring you to be respectful and to be kind and to be good, and to be nice. And, you know, I think, um, imagine if everyone could, everyone in the planet right now, 
would feel like they belong as they are and that they don't have to envy anything, that they don't have to be afraid of anyone and that they don't have to harm anyone to get anything. Because it would be so respectful about life that they will never ever do any harm to anybody else. It doesn't matter what's happening in their lives. They won't because they will respect life so deeply they won't. And so you won't need a system to control anything <laughs> at the end because it will control, it will self-regulate, you know, as people start like hearing those like higher levels of consciousness, um, you will start readjusting and realigning to your purpose and your purpose is usually something that's gonna make you very happy <laughs> and very very kind and so yeah you know and very very little bad things happen when you're that aligned in in love and in your essence and you feel good and you you won't have any violent thoughts or any aggressiveness coming out of you if you are perfectly happy inside of you you know even the smallest things that that we react aggressively or when we are deeply hurt and, and, and those reactions they always come from a wound you have inside of you that you haven't healed and that's the only reason why you react that way it doesn't matter what anyone does externally. It doesn't matter. I mean, it can be awful. It can be the worst thing ever. You can feel sad. I mean, you will feel sad if someone hurts you or if they do something really, really bad to you, but you won't react in an aggressive way, wanting to hurt anyone. Uh, most certainly not. I think not. <laughs> I think that would be really, really hard um, to happen if you're really true. Mm. truth to to your essence and to your to the the reason why we're here yeah yeah so what do you know about reaction what do you know about <laughs> anger and violence yeah if you're comfortable with that question that's a yeah that's a big, yeah. That's a big no, question think, because i'm just yeah. i'm speaking to that because you have you have you you're very um passionate about what you're saying in order for mm -hmm. it to have that kind of passion you need to have an experience yeah. of the other side yes yes um yeah i think it's like it's interesting because <laughs> i am like um i am continuously observing myself i mean i am that the reason why i talk about things like this is because i am continuously like i would say most of the time my brain i don't know why is just focused on understanding things like this and it's just like this i am very very i don't know it's something that's just happening continuously and as i observe myself in my own relationships in my own life in my own fears in my own reactions in my own feelings of insecurities i mean i'm a human too and i the reason why I know, I think the reason why I even got interested in knowing all these things and the reason why I'm even here talking to you <laughs> is because I am, I want to get better and I want to, um, 
I want to learn. And I want to learn in a way that I can talk to other people and try to explain it, you know? Like, because there's a lot of things that you learn and you know how they feel. And there's a knowing that is not in words, you know? There's this feeling that you know and you understand, but you don't really know how to explain. So I love having conversations about this with my friends and, um, and to put myself as an example, because I think as we are more vulnerable, more open, we create this acceptance of our nature. <laughs> because, you know, I can sit here and say, yeah, because I have everything figured out and I know all these things. And so that means that, you know, everything is perfect and it's not true. Because I think as long as we are humans, that will not be true. I mean, maybe some humans have reached a very, very high level of consciousness. And unless you remove yourself, I think, from, from let's say, call it the mainstream society as a mainstream, uh, then you are going to be exposed to experiences that are not necessarily um, positive for your growth. I mean, they can be positive. And I think in all the negative things, that's a positive thing, you know, because of the duality. Everything negative has something positive. Positive things have negative things too. You know, there's like a balance. But I observe myself when I'm talking, when, I'm, when, I, when I am um, reacting or, yeah, at all times. And I can know exactly what is the problem. <laughs> and I see it inside of myself. And I see, yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm like, let's say, something very like an example like with my child that I absolutely love and I, all the things that I'm saying I'm so inspired by him you know he inspired me to learn much more and go much deeper because as I see him growing I see wow we really do things so wrong <laughs> there's so many things we do so wrong I'm like because as, as I am interacting with with him I'm like wow this is the way they taught me <laughs> like why would I want to be like this with him you know no I don't want to and that's one thing that's like I feel in my gut that it's not right and everybody can tell me otherwise I don't care I was like yeah that's your opinion that's okay anybody everybody can have their own ways my way is the way that feels good to me you know so I decide to do things like this. Not necessarily, uh, my mom doesn't necessarily agree <laughs> with everything, but yes. So um, I, I think I lost track of what I was saying. Uh, what was it that I was saying in the beginning? <laughs> you, you, started, you started talking about um, your, your son and yeah so mm -hmm. yeah yeah so he has inspired me to know to 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 really learn about i don't know like to to see like what would happen if you felt like absolutely loved and accepted and taken into into this place where i don't know where you can 
absolutely be yourself and you can grow and flourish in whatever way you, you want. And so that's, that's, he has inspired me so much. And I think I was saying something before that. Do you remember? I was talking so much. I don't there's, so, there's so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. You were talking about living in duality and, um, mm-hmm. a, and being able to observe yourself oh, while yes. living in the duality. Exactly. Yeah. So the example of my child, I am talking to him. And so suddenly I feel like, let's say he does something that I don't want him to do. And I feel like, oh, like suddenly something comes up. Like it's a natural, like automatic reaction. And so I'm like, why is he not um, doing as I say? So for example, he needs to do as I say, and that's the way to do it. And all these voices come to my mind. And it's not voices that I, I created, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is not me talking because I wouldn't talk to him like this, right? And so I think going back, this everything is connected, you see? Going back to the first things that we were talking about or truth, that is a truth, that is my truth, you know? The truth is not what you learned, it's who you are and how you really feel inside but really really you not the voices you adopted as yours but it takes time and effort to really you know understand the difference between those voices and your voice because you like majority of people didn't know didn't know you have two different types of things going on the Mm. things that you're learning and uh, adopting from the world to survive and the things that you really are. And so, um, yeah, so that's how I, I kind of like start understanding when, and, and I realize when I'm feeling uneasy, let's say I have a lot of stress at work and I'm feeling like so much pressure and I'm like, I'm, you know, fight or flight. If you are in this mode, fight or flight and you feel stressed, then some things can happen that are so normal and so simple. They can trigger you and you can be like, ah, and you can yell or you can maybe say something that you were not intending to say. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then if you are, I mean, what I do is like, I'm like, man, it doesn't feel good to speak like this, you know? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel good to speak and to communicate like this and, and so I am hurting, I'm hurting myself by doing this because I'm feeling hurt by something else because something is wrong. And whatever is the thing that is wrong, you can identify it if you are paying attention. But it requires you to definitely pay attention. And it's not something that's going to go away as you start paying attention. It's going to increase, you know, you're going to start finding and learning more. Um, and it's going to, it's definitely going to be good, but it's hard work. It takes a lot of time. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm so, I'm so, so, so appreciating you right now because it's, oh, too. <laughs> oh yeah, because this, it's, it's such an important um, piece of, piece of the, of the whole puzzle um, for people, you know, when, when they start down when they start to take a look at themselves 
and they start paying attention and they start uh, noticing where that, um, where that unintentional voice comes out or that unintentional reaction comes up and they start to realize that, Hey, that's not who I, who I am or who I want to be or who I say myself to be. Um, you know, it's important to understand that when you start to look, you're going to find it everywhere. You're going to find it way more than you ever were aware of before. And it's going to seem really overwhelming and it's going to seem like there's no end sometimes. And eventually, like you say, it will be good. Eventually you'll start to, you'll start to get familiar with this reaction or way of being or feeling or whatever it is, or, and you know, you, you can reel it in, you can pull it in and you can, and you can replace it with your intention. You can replace it with the, the, what, with what works. See, there's, there's, there's things that you keep saying that I, I, I really want to, I want to make a shift in the world about, okay. You keep saying it's wrong or it's right. You know, it feels wrong or it feels right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that those are dangerous places when trying to, um, when, when living in the world of everybody has their truth, like everybody has a truth. And from everybody's perspective, their truth is, is, is real. Right. But if you start saying that yours is right and theirs is wrong, that's where conflict arises. Mm-hmm. If you start to if you start to recognize it as something that's just either works or doesn't work, mm-hmm. then you can you can look at to see what about it doesn't work, and you can put that thing in place, or you can take that thing away, without making it bad or making it good, <laughs> right? Yes. And that simplifies so many things. The other mm-hmm. thing, I agree with you. the other thing that you keep bringing up is nature. You keep bringing up nature, you know, mm-hmm. natural, you know, is this natural? Um, you know, you, you, I assume that you look at your son and because he's so close to the source, you know, he's so young and he's so new, you, you assume that he's a perfect representation of what's natural. Mm-hmm. And you said something about, the the nature of duality and i'm curious if you actually think that duality is natural or if it's something that comes about mm. i think duality is natural like there is like it's natural but i don't know if it's like permanent or it's like necessary in in its entirety so I think duality is something that we can overcome, maybe, as a race. As so a it's race. a condition. I think it's a, it's a little, I think it's created. I think it's somehow created by our way of living. Um, and that's something that I just, I have no idea where this is coming from when I'm telling you this. <laughs> um, I just feel like it's created by the way we do things. Like, for example, I am... I don't believe, but I feel like 
as we humans evolve and we like our consciousness ex consciousness expands and as we align more with love um, and we live lives more like in light let's say very very much um, having the purpose of purely bringing love and joy to our existence i think that will shift everything that will shift as we entire you know humanity entirely and there's so much things that are happening in, in consciousness let's say in the in the planetary level or like, you know as everything is evolving but i i also think that as we evolved evolve maybe at some point we won't even die anymore i don't know i think it will just become like the the dualities because of the nature of life now you know there's life and death there is health and sickness there is all this but i think as we align more with um light and i don't mean in this lifetime because i think this requires the whole like like a very very powerful change in consciousness globally and i think as we as an entity as we start realizing that we are an entity that we are all connected as this strengthens then the let's say let's call it the dark side of the duality the dual thing uh, it's going to just reduce and reduce because there's so much more light let's say light and light and dark and i'll call it that's good and bad it's just it's just the way things are now i think i see consciousness as a light it's like a growing light that it's a frequency it's a lot it's energy you know it's, it's the way it works so um yeah i think the nature of duality exists because of the way we're living now and the way we have been systemically taught to do things which is focused on the external things and it's not focused on our true power and the true things that we can do and that we can be not not what we can do what we can be because we are extremely powerful we are we are i think we are so powerful we're even scared of our own power and when you see it and when you feel it you're like wow and that's you know then it comes the law the law of attraction and it's true you know you we are powerful because our reality is a reflection of who we are <laughs> and that's the truth you know in some cases there's some things that come up like for example when people are very poor when children die i think there's a whole other level to that and because i also believe in reincarnation i think some things are happening that we are not aware of or we are not as a society conscious of maybe but i do believe that we are reflecting everything that we are and we can change the reality as a, as we change ourselves inside and it's just gonna happen you know and so as you said before is it's a change that takes time and because you are intentionally looking inside of you to find the things that you need to change that are not okay and those same things are sometimes the core of who you think you are and it's basically 
you don't know who you are at some point. You are going to be like, oh my God. So ah, then who am I? Who am I if all this is created, if all this is, um, is created by experience and it's a, 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 like it's the ego and it's this. And, and I think for a while there's a big confusion about uh, you have an identity, uh, let's say, how you call it, identity? Uh, Crisis. Crisis, yes, exactly. Because you will be like, then who am I? And so it's scary and it's very, <laughs> it's scary, but at the same time, I think it's interesting. I think if we see it with curiosity instead of fear, you will, like, if you start from the, from the, from the thought that it doesn't matter who I am or who I'm not or who I believe, what matters is that I am, and I am here, and I am this being that's over. It goes beyond everything that I am right now, everything that I think I am in this space, in time, right? I am this being that goes beyond all that. So I, I kind of like channel, I call on this, my, let's say, higher self. I don't like to say higher self because to me, it feels like it's separated from me. <laughs> But I like, you know, you are this powerful being that is here today. And if you realize you are disconnected in a way from this experience, you are a being that is experiencing all that you are now. And so, as they call it, uh, I, I heard, I don't know where recently, when you are like this, you, you see yourself in the eye of the hurricane. And if things are happening around you it doesn't matter how small how big they are you know you are exper only experiencing that and so your identity is not even important because you are you know it's the fact that you exist that supports everything that's happening around you because the reason why you exist is because god wants you to be here because energetically speaking let's say the universe wants you to be here. The miracle of life is like most people have already died. We are, we are the only people alive, all of us who are alive right now. And that's powerful and that's beautiful and it's amazing. And so if you see yourself as this being who is just experiencing this and you are meant to learn from this experience, then you know it doesn't matter what you change. It doesn't matter. You you are already enough and you're already whole and you're already perfect. And it may feel weird and crazy and that's okay. It's part of the experience. It's part of the, of the learning process because it doesn't mean that it's wrong, you know? Like for example, when I say, you learn all these things and you block things and you shield yourself. Yeah, it is meant to be that way. So you can actually survive, make it to this point and take humanity to the next level when you heal all that trauma, when you heal, I mean, you can stop if all humanity right now, today. <laughs> if everyone said, I decide to stop all trauma from now on, I decided nobody else is going to suffer from now on because I make that conscious decision. I am not going to keep feeding that to the next generations to come. I am not going to keep feeling that to myself. We are, we are all healed, you know? And at least you can stop like 
and you can you can make some progress in whatever started already so i think it's much deeper than much deeper than <laughs> i don't know if that makes sense to you does that make sense yeah 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 of course it does it's it it's um yeah it does it's um it comes back to this you know this 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 program is about it's about health and wellness and responsibility and what you're speaking about mm -hmm. is responsibility you're mm -hmm. you're speaking about responsibility to yourself being mm -hmm. responsible for who you are um knowing you, who you are um creating yourself who you are um, mm -hmm. showing up in the world as who you are and that being the access to, you know, each individual's responsibility being the access to a world that works to an entire world that works. Yeah. Right. And that is, that's beautiful. Um, it's very, it's a very idealistic, um, perspective and, um it's it's beautiful <laughs> um, it is beautiful <laughs> it really is and yeah. you know i i don't know if you feel the same way as i do about the word idealistic i feel like i've been called an idealist in the past and it's a disempowering it's a disempowering uh, thing it's as, it's as if people are like, oh, you're such an idealist. Like there's something wrong yeah, with Yeah, like it's impossible. Right, right. like it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. And um, it never happen. <laughs> I don't, I don't live in, I don't want to live in a world of impossibility. You know, I want to live in a yes. world that, you know, if you can, if you can dream it, it can be, it can be. Yes. Why not? I mean, this is what people tell you, isn't, is it not? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So, yeah, they tell you this and then they tell you, yeah, but no, that's not so much. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. what, what isn't possible, you know, with, with, with what we have today, you know, the knowledge that we have and the um, ability to communicate um, across vast distances with so many people at one time. I mean, it's just, yes. right. It's, it's, it's ideas and spreading ideas and and trying things out and do they work and do they not work and you know when they don't work just trying something new and yes. that's all and and in in being responsible being the one that that takes that on for themselves and really you have to take that on for yourself before you can before you can even, I don't even know if you can ever tell somebody else how to do it, but you, you, yeah. you, you have to take this, the work on for yourself and, and get that. Um, oh, it's like you were saying about at the end, you're at the end of life. You come back to, you come back to your truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, or at least you hope that people will, will, will come back to their truth at the end of life. You know, maybe it, maybe they have to span a few lifetimes before that happens. I don't know, but you come back to, to truth and you come back to being whole, you know, the yeah. same as you were when you were born. Yeah. 
It's like you, you, mm-hmm. you traverse this entire life and only to finally in the end, hopefully come back to where you were when you started. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And some people, you know, and if they're only, if you're lucky, does that happen? But there's nobody else that is going to ever do it for them. Yes, nobody. Right? And so it's like, why waste your entire life to come to the end to realize the truth about who you are and and all that kind of stuff? Maybe, you know, it's another question I wanted to ask you, but I don't know if we're going to have the time. Maybe it's necessary to go through all of that pain and suffering and and all of that in order to to really to get it um and i'm i think that it maybe it's not i mean maybe on a maybe on a massive scale it was necessary but i mean i think for the individual i think we can make it easier for our kids yes definitely you know what i mean yeah i think that i think that we have experienced all of this pain and trauma and and hurt and confusion and and mm-hmm. um and anxiety and stress and all of this so that we can grow, so that we can provide um, something better for the next generation. Yeah, and I think you know, I think all of all of the previous generations, you know, they they wanted for that, right? Everybody wants to provide a better life for their children, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I think they do. They try. They try. Um, yes, people are trying. I think I believe in humanity. I believe in everyone. I think everyone is doing their best mm-hmm. uh, for what they, for what they have, you know, for what they can, uh, for what they can digest during this lifetime. And I think it's def- pain is definitely not necessary. And I think we're getting to, we're getting to that point. And it's gonna take. It might take a while because not everyone is ready at the same time. So we are slowly getting there. A lot of people, you know, there's a lot of things that you can, you can see someone sometimes because you've been through the same struggles. You can see exactly what they need to do. You can even tell them what they need to do. But if they're not ready to receive that information, they won't see it. And they can mm. logically understand, but they won't feel it. They won't feel like it's true, you know? They won't validate it and they won't do anything about it because they're not ready. They're overwhelmed. They're struggling with so many other things that are maybe not things that are that important uh, for them, but they were taught. And these beliefs are so strong for them that they can't do them. So I think we also need to be patient and compassionate with others. And we need to be understanding that whatever and whatever we are now is not even close to where we will be. And I think we are definitely growing as a collective. We are all getting there. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. It's beautiful to have people like you you know, trying to this, uh, broadcast this information and to bring the, the world closer together because I think as we do so, we also share empathy for others and we, and we need to be respectful. And when you see that person reacting or yelling at you out of nowhere, to not engage, you know, if you can, to hold your space and to maybe provide a space for them to feel okay, you know, and um, to look inside of us when we are going to say things and 
to be responsible for what we say, for what we do, and to take responsibility for our own growth, to not outsource your wellness and your happiness. It's all your responsibility. You need, like, you are the person who is responsible for that, and nobody else is to blame. Nothing is to blame. You can change if you want to change. And if people start acknowledging this, you know, the blaming in others and the, the uh, complaining about, yeah, because when the government change, I, when the government changes, I will be happy. When this happens, I will be, no. I mean, it's today that you can start, you know, if you were, if you had only one more week to live, what would you do? <laughs> you have only seven more days. Or let's say you have two months. What would be your life in those two months? And all those images that come to your mind, that's what you need to do in your life to be happy. That's it. It's, you know, it's so simple. You, don't be, you, you can't believe it because your brain is taught that it's not simple, that it's really hard, that you have to work, that things don't come easily. No, they do. The good things come easily to you when you are doing the good things for yourself. So as you keep, just believe that and start trying as you, you will see. But you know, changes take time. So we also need to be very patient. And we also need to be, as I said before, very compassionate with other people. It doesn't mean you're gonna accept to be treated wrong or anything like that. Everybody needs to, to be respected. But to also understand that this is a process and it's not an easy one and that we, you know, if we do the change for ourselves, that's already a lot. That's mm. already enough. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. What a great place to end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, thank you. That was really great. Oh, thank I, you, I, James. Thank you for I, having me. I feel, I appreciate this opportunity and this space. Thank you for working on this. It is amazing, really. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited about it. And, you know, if I only had two months to live, this is what I would be doing. Yeah, there you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. This is exactly mm -hmm. what I would be doing. Yes. I am really looking forward to, to what comes out of this huge collective stress that we're all going through right now. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I think it's, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's in short, it's just showing you what is it that you really need, you know? What is it that you really, really, truly need? Right. And do you really need to be shopping every weekend? Do you really need to be showing off stuff like this or to be showing things for other people to have an opinion on you? And, um, do you really need, I mean, are you really happy in this relationship? Because people are now in the same place all day. If you're not able to be with your partner the whole day together, yeah. does, does that mean that maybe you should change something in your relationship? Maybe you should look for, uh, get some help or, you know, so much introspection is happening. I am, I feel it's a blessing for us yeah. in many ways. I think it's also very hard for a lot of people. And then it's also, I want to acknowledge that as well, because I, I come from a difficult time when I was growing up and I know what it is like to not be able to have dinner 
sometimes and mm -hmm. it's not easy for parents especially right. but i think in general it's definitely bringing up some uh truth i think it's truth that is being unveiled yeah you know yeah um, and so i i also hope that people get you know inspired by what they're feeling and that they also they validate this true and they they find that strength to respect themselves and to respecting yourself for me is to make those necessary changes that you need to make and you know you need to make even though they can hurt and they can be difficult but you need to respect what you need and um and find what is better mm. Mm. <laughs> thank you i feel like you and i could talk for days <laughs> Yeah, definitely. We'll do definitely. it again. I can we'll talk for this. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I, I get. You, I get that. You could probably talk for days without me. <laughs> I can talk for days, like to the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's a pleasure, Jim. It was a pleasure, really. Yeah, definitely. thank you for those questions because I love, I love this because you make me think about stuff that I, I wouldn't normally think about this way. You know, from this perspective. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for being vulnerable and like willing to put yourself out there and, you know, <laughs> maybe not know the answers. Yeah. That's okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't think I will ever have them all and that's, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I want to know them. All. <laughs> <laughs> not at this time, maybe, maybe I'm like, yes, someday I'll be ready. <laughs> well, keep yeah. up the good work. Thank you, Jim. You too. Okay. Um, let's be in touch. Yes, please. And um, send, send the recording as soon as you can. And um, <laughs> we'll be in touch and we, maybe we'll do it again real soon. Yes. Sure. Yeah. We didn't even talk about breathing. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, want, I need it. By the way, if you want to talk about something, you need to ask me. <laughs> no i no i know no i'm very I'm, I'm so happy with the way that that went i'm so happy with the way that went it was perfect ah, i'm glad yeah it's perfect glad. yeah well i think you know these topics and i and i hope i some things i i think I, some things i say i might not be easy to digest yeah um my husband tells me so i don't know <laughs> yeah it's like I think I know what you mean, but I'm not really sure. So I'm yeah. like, eh. so it's good because he, he helps me finding ways to make it understandable. Mm -hmm. Because the way I explain it, the way I understand it, it can be entirely different than what he needs to be able to understand. So I think, uh, I hope that it was, it was easy to understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, something we didn't get to talk about today is this dichotomy between the masculine and the feminine is you know in large part in our society as a whole and um how i think you see it and i see it shifting i see i see this very um i see the sort of masculine approach to everything kind of beginning to be put to rest 
and the feminine coming in. You know, we started to talk about intuition and things like that. And I really see that coming. And I really want to be here to welcome it in. Um, it's, it's, um, shit. Now I forget where I was going with, <laughs> with that. Bring me back to where you were just saying. I was talking about, um, uh, that I hope that the communication was clear, uh, that I was able to explain things and then you tell, okay. Did you right. Me? So okay. for me, what's really important is that I learned uh, the last few years, I've really taken on being a good listener and being a good listener is a very feminine quality. It's not a masculine quality. And, and so it's just, I want to be an example and, um, I want to really embody what it looks like to, to adopt a, a feminine way of being while still being a man and still holding on to my masculinity. Right. Mm -hmm. It's something that works. It's something that balances. Yes. You know, and there's nothing wrong. And so I, I, I try my, I try my best to be a good listener is what I'm trying to say. And I have, yeah, yeah. I noticed. Yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> I noticed, and uh, I work in, a, in an environment that's predominantly men, yes. and ninety-five uh, percent of the time, I'm the only woman in the room, like the only, the only one. So, and but they do also make the effort because of the company's culture and things. However, uh, definitely women, you know, it's a feminine thing, as you said. And talking about the masculine and feminine, great topic as well. I see the same things happening. Mm -hmm. And also, I was just having this conversation with my husband. I don't know if you have more time. Um, I do have I to have get like... going pretty soon, but okay. another, we can talk okay. for a few minutes. No, we can talk. Yeah, we can talk later too. Yes, I think everyone, you know, we all have masculine and feminine. Uh, sadly, for, for, for men, uh, talking about how you suppress and block things, most men block their feminine side because it's not, you're not allowed to cry, even though you have the same system as a woman. And all these things are not are so wrong. Right. <laughs> those are most wrong. Of, most of those men are, are in for a big surprise when they get to be 45, 50 years old. And then all of a sudden, they're, all of their emotions change and they pretty much turn into a woman. Right? I mean, it's what, it's what happens when you turn 50 and, you know, you get a little older. Um, you know. You start really, yeah, you, you don't have the energy. I think, you know, what you think happens? You don't have the energy to keep all that up. Right, exactly. Because and if you, yeah. That's if you why pay it's attention. really important to, to balance it from the start, you know, in the beginning. Exactly. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. That's amazing. And it doesn't, yeah. and, it, and that balance actually, the balance within yourself actually helps to create polarity between the sexes, keeping, keeping um, you know, the attraction up. Because, you know, that's another mm -hmm. thing that happens in our society is like, you know, people get together, they get married, they're madly in love. There's a lot of passion and they spend a year, two, three, four, five together. And then all of a sudden they, they, they push away from each other. And it's because they don't have a balance within themselves. They try to find a balance between each other. And then that's what happens between each other. They become balanced and, and, and thus ruining the polarity and ruining the attraction. And so mm -hmm. it's, it's, an, it's a really good argument for, you know, adopting a feminine way of being yes. as a man and you know as a woman actually for for women 
it's kind of tricky because these days they also have to re-adopt their feminine way of being because they've been so trained in being a mat in thinking like a, like a man. We live in a man's world. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. It's a big topic and we can, we can get into it next time. That'd be great. Looking forward to, to, to hearing more about that too. Oh, are you sharing all your podcasts? Where can, can I find them? I want to listen all the ones that you've been doing. I think it's amazing the work you're doing really. Sure. Thank you that. so much. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, it's called everybody breathe and mm -hmm. uh, they're on Spotify, Apple, Apple music, iTunes, or it's everywhere. Um, okay. Everybody breathe. And uh, yeah. Okay. And I am. It's interesting that we don't, didn't talk about breathing that even. <laughs> well, you did say, you did say at the end that you said, I hope that people get inspired and that's enough. Inspired. For... Yeah. <laughs> I have, you know, I have a whole write up in the, about, inspiration in the in the um in the show notes um it's uh i wrote so the the, the show notes are to inspire trace back to the latin inspirare to breathe or to blow into the word inspire is indeed inspiring the english use of the word is largely figurative and has come to mean to influence, move, or guide in speech or action through divine or supernatural agency or power. It should come as no surprise and may even be obvious to see the word's connection with spirit, Latin for spiritus, meaning breath. So I hope you're feeling inspirable as this is what this conversation aims to do. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. I just sort of explored the word inspiration because it's in our culture it's it it means, you know, to to encourage somebody or yeah, uh, yeah, give them courage. And you know, the root of the word is 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 spirit or to breathe in. And what are you doing when you give someone courage? They puff their I mean courage is like this, right? Yeah. And it's a yeah, full it's chest, fully mm -hmm. inspired with deep breath. And it's just like, it's mm -hmm. a really cool place to explore. So thank you. I appreciate yes. the acknowledgement. Amazing. Yeah, cool. fully present here. Yes. Thank you so much, Jim. All right, I am Amber. left with like great feelings right now <laughs> from sharing all these with you. Awesome. Go share them with your family and your friends and go share them with the world. Yes. Thank right. you, Eden. We'll talk again later. Bye, Jim. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you.